0: When uh, I was very young, not young, I was a child, I could see rich people smiling, and I could see my father and my mother not smiling.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Most Memorable Journeys, and I am so looking forward to this interview. My guest is an amazing young lady. She is a movie producer. She's an actress. She's a writer. She's a mom of three. She's been on the red carpet in Cannes. She is a very, very joyous and happy person to be with. I fell in love with her the moment I I met her because she is full of positivity and full of life. Welcome to Most Memorable Journeys, Marianna Rosse. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to have you here and I want to talk to you about many, many things because you do many, many things. I also forgot to mention that you were the winner of last year's Cyprus Russian Business Association Red Diamond Awards. You were the Russian Businesswoman of the Year in Cyprus. And that's kind of how we connected because I was in the jury this year and I met you in that room and I just thought this lady has a lot of good energy. How did you get to Cyprus and where do you come from? Well, I was born in Moscow, Soviet Union. Uh, It was not easy
0: living, but it was so interesting. And now I can use all that experience in my books. And that's who I am because I was there and I've seen all those things. Um, Then I studied a lot. I decided to make money because I wanted to... um, to have everything I want. So I decided to study, to work. Then I understood that traveling gives me so much. And I started uh, going abroad every weekend, even for one day. And I visited uh, more than 44 countries. So that's something I am proud of. Um, I had a restaurant on the Black Sea in Russia. Uh, I had a camp for kids and adults many projects, uh, developments, real estate, I was always trying to be everywhere to do everything to to become the best person I can become. But one day I understood that, okay, I'm 30, 29, yeah, 29. (laughs) And I, I thought, What's happiness for a woman? And I started crying about not having a husband, kids, and I, I understood, yes, I need to focus on that. And that was my dream and uh, came true. I met a man. I, Of course, I had um, different people in my life and I was trying to understand who is the best, but uh, only when I decided that I needed more than anything else in the world, I met that man. Uh, my husband, and then uh, kids, three kids already. And um, when I had the first baby, my son, and I was pregnant with my daughter, and I, I understood that I have so many ideas, so many things happened in my life, so I can share all this experience in my books. And I decided to write a book. It was not just a one second decision. I... I was thinking, I was trying to stop myself (laughs) not to do that because I thought, oh, so many authors in this life. I went to a bookshop and uh, I saw all the books and uh, no, no, how can I be here (laughs) with all these guys? But then I just decided to put all my uh, ideas into a fairy tale about angels and people. And that's how it started. So I made the first book, then I got feedbacks from the readers. Some people told me that, their life changed somehow and uh, i really wanted to help with my books i have five books now and we are going to make a movie based on my books it's uh, it will be something amazing of course (laughs) because i i believe in that and um, i want the avatar level of the movie what about movies uh one day Few years ago, uh, people came to me and said, "Just uh, sell the rights to your books, and we can uh, make a movie based on your books." But then, our friends told us, "Maybe you can just uh, be a partner—not just, but be a partner in this project." Because because if you sell the rights, you don't—you cannot do anything with that. And yes, we are um, arranged company in Cyprus. We have been already in Cyprus, and um, then. It happened that only our movie was the the one, the only one uh, from Cyprus to go to Cannes Film Festival. That's how it happened. Another dream came true and uh, we went to Cannes, we represented um, the whole country and um, yes, it was like we put Cyprus on the cinema map of the world and that's why I got this award. Then we made two more movies Well, So that's my way of living. I'm always somewhere dreaming about being more, being better, doing more for people, for my family, for my friends, for myself. And that's uh, what I do every day. I start new projects, I participate in different projects, and of course I have something that I'm still trying to arrange to understand why this happens or why this not happens, but... It's a matter of choice. Every morning I choose something and I do it. And even if I want to cry, I choose to cry. And you know, that's my favorite like recipe of happiness in my life. Um, so every moment we can face the situation when we want something or we don't want, when we have to do something or, or we don't have to do something. And if we need to choose from... Um, to want and have to, it's difficult. So my idea is, uh, I decided. It's about no regrets, only decisions. So I decide that I do this, even if I don't want, but I have to, and I know that it's uh, um, so it's good for me or for my kids. So I just I decided to do that. Next time when I don't have to do something but I really really want it, I decided to go with my decisions and my um, my ideas. So. That's the decision. I'm always on my side, even when I'm
1: wrong. If I think I'm wrong, I say okay, but you decided to be wrong. <laughs> so I'm just so you you take responsibility for your decision. So
0: I believe that it works for
1: that's everyone. important. And when people yes. write to me
0: messages that, that they cannot go through something, or they are just there with some difficult situations. I just say, but it's your choice. You can decide to go or just try to go out. You check if the world is still there and everything is okay.
1: So that's uh, that's how I live. <laughs> but you can also decide not to go, but then don't complain about missing out on opportunities because if you don't go, you're not going to find out. You see, this is the thing. If you If you decide to go, take responsibility for it. If you don't go, take responsibility for that too. But Mariana, I want to go back to Moscow. You're young. I mean, you are a young woman. How much do you remember? Because your parents must have gone through all these changes in the Soviet Union or the end of the Soviet Union. That must have been a very, very interesting period of their life and your life as well. When was the first time you actually left the Soviet Union? Where did you go? I was 13 years old
0: and um, we had like... um not vacation from school holidays, school holidays. And they uh, the teacher, English teacher told us that we can go to Great Britain for seven days and just check how it is. So that was my first journey and it it is in my first or second book. Um, So I have the main character and she is born the same year. 82. And that's how I write the book. So it's interesting for me to remember all the things that I was been through. And so I can show everything about Soviet Union, how we had this small flat, small kitchen, how we leave four people in one room. And it was a queue to the WC every morning. And everybody has to wait because, you know, our um, WC was uh, connected with the shower it's so funny for me now because how it can be possible to have this small room and all the family eight people are waiting for each other because yeah, and the small kitchen and uh, uh, if you want to go to your room you have to pass another room and <laughs> but why people have this kind of uh, projects it's not comfortable if people are sleeping there so you cannot go out of your room because you're
1: you're a girl and you have to wait. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And I know, I mean, this this, and this and is something that you probably sometimes look back. And aren't you grateful? Aren't you grateful that you have gone through this? Because don't you appreciate everything that you have now a lot more?
0: Yes, of course. That's uh, very important because, you know, everything you can understand in comparison. So now I cherish what I have. But there was another thing that I want to share. When I was a girl, and I could see all these queues in the um, shops, and only for one bread, one piece of bread, and queue to our WC, and and all this way of living, but I don't know how. But it came to me that I I could dream about different kind of living, and I told my uh, father that I want to have my own room. It was a dream because I I, I spent my childhood in in room with four, but then two, but it was still not my place. I couldn't do what I wanted. And uh, my father told me, how you could just uh, think about that? Maybe you will have your own room, but with your husband and with your kids when you will be 40. Yes, maybe it will happen, but if you earn money, maybe you will live with other people because, you know, the different families were living together at the same flat with room. And then I remember another situation when my father's mother, she was sitting and watching a series on a small TV, black and white. And um, it was something like a, a yacht Uh, a boat. uh, And uh, I said, wow, that's so beautiful. And she said, but it's, uh, it's not real. It's like for a movie, it's fake or something like a picture. And I said, no, maybe it's real. You see the water looks real. And she said, no, no, no. Just even don't think about that. That's movie. And now I can understand that um, this is something important for every person to let yourself think that it. It, it can be possible, another level of living. Uh, because that moment I thought if this yacht is existing somewhere, maybe I can be on that yacht one day. And I was always like that, but maybe it's possible, maybe it's possible. And can we try another way? Yes, then it was my decision to work hard, <laughs> to, to study and work. So, study in the daytime and work uh, as a waiter in the nighttime. To get money, to start walking to that place, and then when I rent my first flat in the center of Moscow, when I was a, a student, it was like I was—I was feeling like I yes, I did that. <laughs> I knew that I can have a room for myself, and then uh, when you you understand that it's possible, you start walking faster, uh, dreaming bigger and then more, more and more. And, um, so that's my, not advice, but I always tell my readers that if you let yourself think bigger to have the biggest, biggest, biggest dream, then when you go there, you, you make it even bigger. So once I said, okay, I, I, I'm so interested to be on the red carpet maybe it's possible in my life and i even i didn't have the company film production company in that moment and my friends how you can be there who are you you're not an actress you're just a writer so yes everything can be possible if we just okay we can think that maybe it's not but let me think that it it can be possible just 1% of trust to the universe and then You go, you go, and then you're already there. And now I have even bigger dreams, and I hope that it will come, yes.
1: (laughs) You know, what you are telling me here is exactly what I teach as a life coach. You have to have a vision, a dream, and it can be very, very big. And then you break down this dream or this vision in goals. You set a goal, and then you break it down in smaller steps which are achievable. And then you take step by step by step and you do the work because you cannot have a vision and a dream and sit on the sofa. You do the work. And then you also, when you know what you want, you recognize opportunities. You grab the opportunity. And this is exactly what you did. I mean, your first step was living by yourself in Moscow. Even though your dad had told you that you're going to do that when you're 40, you did it when you were half the age. And then you did this and you actually ended up on the red carpet. And this, ladies and gentlemen, this is manifesting and doing the work. And this is exactly what you are doing. And I would love to know what your big dream is because I know you now. I know you a little bit, but I I understand where you're coming from and how you work. You're going to achieve this. What is your biggest dream? (laughs) Okay, it's it's
0: too big, but I can tell you something. So, you know, I'm always about doing something new and um, I dream about making a project with me sharing uh, everything I want with people and uh, it will consist of three parts. The first one, I will do something with people, with the audience, uh, with their brain, um, their thoughts. So, working with something that we can understand we can decide we can so it, it's it will be something interactive with the vi- video audio um i don't know it's not easy to explain because it will be a new uh, form of uh, <laughs> performing uh then the second part we will uh, do something with our hearts and souls so we will feel uh it, it will be about five uh, senses i already did small Sessions like uh, master classes with people in Moscow, in different small cities in Russia, and even here in Cyprus. And uh, the third part will be about body, uh, because we have to think about everything to be happy in and out. And um, that's why I'm working in all the spheres. Now I'm doing the music project, so I'm going to sing, but. Not just thing. I want to share this energy, the the words, the ideas uh, that can change the world. And um, when I get this idea, I just thought, okay, not all the people can read books. Not not all the people like to read books. But all the all my ideas are in the books. But what can I do with others who don't like books? Then I decided to make movies. And through the movies and the, the emotions that I can share, I can help those who 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 don't like to read. They, just like to watch and then they can also change so it's something important It's about our emotions and they can feel that I understand their pain and uh, they can go through some emotions and feelings and then I understood that there are people I I had one uh, meeting with the people who cannot see uh, blind yes and, and they were just listening to my voice and to what I say. And then I decided that I can work even with my voice, with music. So it will be something like a (laughs) flower. I'm just preparing this project, but I can imagine that I have millions of people listening to me and I'm sharing all this because I just feel that it's um, like three steps of um, success in my mind. So first, you have to... Find happiness in yourself, and to find all the elements that makes you feel happy. So to to discover what are you, who are you, and how you can make yourself happy. So this is the first step step of success. Second one, you have to make your closest people happy, your kids, uh, husband. It's not easy, but you can try. And um, then when you can see that all your friends already understand what you what you share with them and even you can help them and when you feel that this this already done then it's another level and you can go only step by step you can share with other people so only when you are happy inside or strong enough to to deal with all your feelings and thoughts and the emotions then your family and then you go to other people and it's um something not easy to to speak about but it's about feelings i feel that i have so much to to share that i cannot even hold it so i want to write books i want to make movies i want to go and speak to people i want to meet people like you to to understand that we are connected and we we are doing something important maybe it's something about not being satisfied just leaving because i have one friend a girl and she's happy to cook, to be at home, uh, to talk to friends. And she she doesn't want to write books, to to do something, and even to meet people. But she's happy. I'm not happy when I'm just by myself. I I have this, I I want to share. Maybe it's uh, my mission. or (laughs) But when you feel it, it's uh, impossible to, to keep it. That's why I'm there and I want to be even...
1: (laughs) I can feel it. I can see it. And you are going to achieve it. But you said something very important. We have to live our life. Not everybody has the same desires. We are unique. We are all unique. And something that makes me happy may not make you happy. And that's fine. We must not change people who don't want to be changed. You know, it's up to everybody to... Find out themselves what is inner happiness. And you said something very important. When your family, when your surroundings are happy, then you want to make it bigger. But, you know, we we have to walk our talk and we have to live what we are talking about. And this is what you're doing because you are full of life and you are full of joy and you are passing this on to people. Because I know a lot of people who are in this personal development business and they have all their courses and all their seminars and all their whatever, and they tell people all these things, but they don't do it themselves. And that's not authentic. I think authenticity is a very, very important word in this business, especially you know, to be you. And of course you can be, You of course you can have fantasy. You're, you're a movie maker and a writer. And I started reading your book actually, and I love it. I haven't had so much time. And of course you need fantasy and that's fine. But generally as a human, we have to walk our talk, you know, rea- be real. And um, you said something else before when you were still in Moscow, you started earning money.
0: And I want to talk a
1: little bit about money because, you know, many people have this thing, money is bad and rich people are bad and this and that. And personally, I believe money is beautiful because money gives you freedom. Money gives you opportunities. Money helps you do the things that you want. And money also helps you outsource the things that you don't want to do. For example, my podcast, I'm not technical. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to spend time editing. But I can have it done because I can afford it. What do you think? What is your opinion about money?
0: Oh, that's uh, easy for me. And uh, I know that many people have these thoughts about money. uh, How do you call it in English? It's a blockage. Yes, yes, something. Yes. But for me, it happened uh, in a very good way because when uh, I was very young, not young, I was a child, I could see rich people smiling and i could see my father and my mother not smiling and when my father told me you know this uh, family they are they are not uh, so good they are stealing money or doing something but money is not important so yes he kept telling me that money is not for good people and i could have all that all those thoughts but i chose the smiles of those people and then when i became a young Girl, I was once in a restaurant with my friend, and um, I-, I could see these rich men and women, and they they had this opportunity to look beautiful, and they were sitting with like this and and I felt, yeah. Even if they are not good, I want to be with them, but not uh, trying to find money for bread and uh, trying to find money for my kids. So that was my decision. And of course, I was trying different things to earn money. It was Maybe it was not easy because I had to work, but it was really easy in the Soviet Union when you just come to one place and say, I can work as a waiter, I can wash the dishes, I can help you here there. And uh, yes, people could give you just uh, cash because uh, okay you girl you go do this you go do this and uh, it's like gangsters movies so I was uh, kind of that boy (laughs) who helps different people (laughs) and I'm happy about that so that's why I write books about angels um, because I believe that there is something that we cannot see maybe an angel maybe uh, some energy that helps you so when for example I felt that I want this and I don't want this I had this uh, goose uh, what is it goosebumps yeah and uh, in my books I read that an angel is uh, doing like so he's blowing on your ah interesting um, to tell you that uh, an angel is here and uh, to prove that you are in on the right way so that's how I use this idea and uh, when I'm talking wow. to people and I feel that it's something, it, it it's just like comes and and I feel the same. And this helps my readers also. They are texting me, oh, you know, yesterday uh, it was a difficult decision. But when I decided this, then I felt this, I understood that
1: my angel came and he was like, yes, do this that's amazing that's amazing I love this I never heard this before but I believe you I believe that the angels are next to you. I you know some people need a lot of angels <laughs> because <laughs> they're all they're always complaining but um let's talk a little bit about your trips you said forty four countries what is your favorite country
0: um I remember Brazil and Japan because it was. It's always interesting to dive into something that you cannot even imagine. I remember in Japan, in Kyoto, uh, the small hotel ryokan. Maybe it's the name. Uh, when when you live like a Japanese, so you sleep on the floor, and then the floor becomes uh, the table because they just take two pieces of the floor, and, and you sit there inside, and you have this special dress. So yeah, I I like to feel differently and it it was there in Japan. In Brazil, I remember I was flying uh, with the helicopter around the uh, Jesus Christ and and it was amazing because all the other helicopter trips, they're like, you feel like from the plane, so something small is there and you're here. But when you fly around something big but it's close to you it's another i I even have uh, it in my dreams when i sleep i remember this face and it was like
1: uh, wow wow so japan and brazil how about europe do you like europe central europe you like um you said your first trip was to london yeah what did you think when you went for the first time from moscow to london (gasps) How, does that, how did that feel i was another
0: kind of person those days i dreamt about something big but i was very shy i um so now i'm like mrs russia i'm there i'm here i can speak <laughs> but those times i even i couldn't see anything i remember we went to the metro i don't know why they and the teacher told us now you go to any person and you ask how to get to another metro station and all the people from our group they were trying to do that and they felt something and i even couldn't make the first step to to, to start uh, talking to other people in, in another language and uh, my kind of emotional prison of course i had something that made me feel that in my life and you know all the stories but it's um it's very important that I was there, and now I'm here because I can uh, talk to people who has the same um, well, difficulties, and I can tell them, you know, I was there, and I know that if I made this path, uh, way to be in here, to talk to people to to feel happy to not to struggle, but to to achieve something, yeah, people can understand that I can talk about those. Uh, Problems and difficulties because I, I had the same, the same. Yes, you've yes, been there. To be poor, yeah. to be unhappy, I was
1: crying. Now I'm also. I like to cry because it's like, <laughs> <I> oh, <don't know. laughs> crying is cleansing. Sometimes you need to yeah, cleanse yeah. out your soul. And, um, yeah, but but those days, I I just remember that I couldn't enjoy that trip
0: because I was too.
1: <laughs> you were a bit overwhelmed you know it was too much <laughs> and for me it was even better to sit in the hotel not to go out <laughs> you were afraid a little bit afraid to go out interesting um, you told me a funny joke when we met the other day what is the most spoken language yes, in yes, the world my favorite <laughs> so, <laughs> what is it Mariana <laughs> so usually people say that um, Spanish, Chinese sometimes they uh, say English but It's a bad English. (laughs) (laughs) It is bad English, but you know what? I always say, if you speak English with an accent, that means that you know another language. And many, many people who speak English without an accent only know English. They don't know anything else. So we should be proud of our accents, all of us, (gasps) who are not uh, native English speakers. I just remember the
0: the best um, journey in my life. I mean, the traveling. Uh, when I went to New York, because I, I, I even had the idea to make a book uh, from that trip. So, and I will tell you why it was the best. Um, me and my friends, we decided to go to the mountains in Europe. And um, I came from south of Russia to Moscow before the New Year's Day. Just like 30th of December and I was uh, alone. I was a businesswoman for myself and and I had money and ideas, but okay. So we met in the airport and we decided to go there and all my friends passed the passport control. Then the guy said, but your visa expired. And it was, wow, (laughs) how is this possible? I already got used to that. uh, I always have visa for three years for um, traveling shenzhen visa and then he said but we cannot do anything and uh, then my friends were trying to call to people to visa centers but they couldn't do anything and i was staying like that and all my friends bye-bye that moment i said no i cannot just go to my flat and stay alone for the new year's day and then i went to um, cashier and asked what is the next flight and where and she said new york and I, was, oh, I have visa for New York and it will expire in a few months, two months. And it was for two years, but I couldn't find time and friends, and uh, it's a long trip. And then she said, So what do you think? I said, Okay, let's have this uh, ticket. And she said, For how many days? And I said, Okay, maybe three, four. She said, But it's, uh, it's expensive. If you go there, go for two weeks at least. <laughs> I said, Okay, two weeks. Well, when I went to the airplane, my transformation my happiness was like whew, because all the people were ready for the long trip i mean in the, in the airplane and i was no no pillow nothing with me and i'm flying to new york okay no hotel no friends there <laughs> and i remember i felt good even when i thought that all my friends when they come to europe they start calling me where are you are you crying are you drinking whiskey already (laughs) so in in new york i remember i was uh, a bit okay what can i do and one guy came to me afro-american guy and he said why are you staying here and i said i don't know i just came to new york i'm alone it's my first (laughs) i I even don't understand where to go and he said wow you're so happy you don't need to discuss with anybody where you go what you do or when you want to eat or go to the toilet, and I said, oh, really, I'm really happy. And that moment, I, I was grateful to myself that I can speak English and understand English. Maybe not that good, but it was my opportunity to, to be there that moment. So two weeks, it was absolutely like the best uh, thing in my life. I was drinking wine in the morning I was going to musicals every evening to Broadway. I was walking. I, I had this helicopter around this um, tattoo. yeah, yeah. And it was amazing. So many people I met, and I feel I, I felt free. Now I miss that, <laughs> because I cannot go anywhere without kids. but uh, yes, I, I have this um, memory and experience. And one day I will write about this in my next book.
1: That's amazing. I mean, New York is one of my favorite places in the whole world because it's such a crazy place. You know, people say, "Oh, it's loud and it's dirty and it's this and it's that." I just think it's a fascinating place and it's a fascinating energy. You meet everybody. There is any every nationality you can imagine. You meet in New York and. Yeah, I was there when I was young and independent. And I took my kids there when they were very young. My kids love New York as well and the U.S. It's just, uh, it's beautiful, beautiful in in its own way. But yes, so now the last thing that I want to talk to, because time is flying, I could talk to you for a long time, but I want to know a little bit about that red carpet in Cannes. How did that feel? And how did you, who did you meet? I mean, did you meet any real big celebrities? Uh but who are those big celebrities?
0: <laughs> I don't know, you. <laughs> yeah, we, mm, so the, the one uh, thing that I remember and that, that is important and I always share is that we didn't have time to to check what people do on the red carpet. And when we were already there with kids and uh, we were busy, it was the first time in our life. And we had these beautiful costumes with the uh, cypress on my dress. And my husband was in the, this velvet uh, blue tuxedo. People told us, but you have to be fast. You just go uh, just few seconds here, a few seconds there. You just turn, turn. And we were... Wow. So we uh, prepared for a long time. It's our first time and we are we will just run. So we decided to dance tango on the red carpet. When we <laughs> went in the middle, so they just asked people to go, go, go. and But we were dancing. So all the photographers and videographers were, wow, what, what are those people? Ah, it's crazy Cypriots. What is Cypriot? Cyprus? What is this? <laughs> and then we had interviews. <laughs> then we had um, like party, Cypriot party. We brought Zivania there we met agents and uh, people who connect people so from that moment we um decided to make another movie and with William Baldwin because we met his agent and we met him uh and uh, then Julian Sands so when you're there you start meeting people maybe they, you don't even understand that he knows something he can do something but but then when you talk to them, say, okay, let's go to Cyprus. And it was funny because really, uh, even Bolden, he thought, okay, Cyprus, but do you have big houses or small houses? Do you have cars or horses? <laughs> it's a normal island. We have something there. And like, was, do you live in caves? Yeah. And it was more about an interest. Because I'm a person who can, I know that I can arrange something, I arrange the restaurant like that. Let's do it. Let's put the brick on the brick and we can do it. And it was about energy and about, not a risk, but okay, why not? Let's try and do it. Yes. Yeah. And that's uh, another recipe of my happiness to be open, to be brave enough to meet people, to start doing something new. Every month I have a rule every month. I have to start doing something new just to try because when I tried to write a book, I was sure that it was not mine, but now I have everything. I mean, everything that makes me feel creative and happy about that. And, uh, Two months ago, I I tried boxing, and I understand that's mine. (laughs) I love this. And I'm always uh, about trying something new. And I tell my readers, my friends, okay, you just try. Try to draw, try to dance, try to talk to another
1: person. Maybe that's an angel that can send you something interesting and important. That is so true. You never know until you try. That is very, very true. So I know that you still have a lot of things that you want to try. But for us, that our time is up. I really, really want to thank you so much for speaking to me, for being on most memorable journeys. And um, any last words? We will, we're going to put your links, the links to your books, in the show notes so people can order your book online. I will also put your website and what else you do. Anything else you want to tell our listeners? Of course, I have so many things to tell. <laughs> I'm always about Carpe
0: Diem and about what is important for this moment. So I can share what is important and what is new in my life for this moment. I discovered that. Uh, it's very important to be very tender and kind to yourself because we can do a lot of things. We can help people. We can, but it, it, sometimes it's it's about running and you forget, even not forget about yourself. Of course, you go to the shower, you do something good, you feed yourself. But to be like, I mean, to hug yourself, to to feel that you're the little, little treasure child who always wants to be loved, to be understood, to be accepted. And this tenderness, this is something new to me because I, I was always, okay, not enough, write another book, go there, help, uh, don't cry. Don't. And now I allow myself to cry, to sleep, to to stay just, even to, to be not happy. It's something new for me to allow myself to be a bit sad or a bit just like somewhere thinking about because i was uh, like i have three small kids and i understand that they need to have a happy mom but it's not easy to be always happy and i know it's a kind of job to to be to help them to feel that the world is okay everything is okay but then i started to find at least 30 minutes a day to allow myself just to be, mm, I'm tired of, and I say, okay, we can do this. If you want, just do nothing or just even say something bad about other people. Just allow yourself to think and say something bad, but not not uh, telling them by the phone, just uh, the pillow. That, that is um, important, I think, for everybody to to let yourself... Uh, breathe out and
1: say ha yeah i think it's this is very beautiful what you said because it's it's important to show that you're vulnerable as well because nobody is perfect there is not a single person in this world who is perfect and i think it's also important for our children to know that it's okay to feel down sometimes how would we enjoy our ups if we didn't have any downs and uh, what is important is to learn what can I do in this moment when I'm feeling really down to find out ways to come out of that hole that you're in I I think that is important it's not uh, possible to always be well and that's fine I think showing your vulnerability and even asking for help for me is a sign of strength and not a sign of weakness yeah you know showing that sometimes you need somebody else
0: and uh, in My fifth book about uh, 11 steps to happiness, to your own happiness. I have three ways of dealing with um, these situations, and my kids know that. And we have small pieces of paper, uh, and uh, usually when we feel down, we can choose what to do. So first is to beat the pillow, and second to dance, and the third one to scream like... "Ah!" So it's, it helps. I mean, um, I work with my kids in, in that, um, direction also, but I understood that even when I'm with them, I cannot allow myself to be, to, to be like real, real, real. And, and, uh, that's my new thing that I do 30 minutes a day. I stay alone. It's like a mystery time because I don't, uh, uh, don't plan anything to those it's uh, so when when uh, I have this half an hour say so, okay mariana what do you want to do now sometimes i want to call my mom sometimes i want to have a glass of champagne sometimes i i just want to do cry so th- that's interesting maybe someone can uh,
1: Use it. (laughs) Use it too. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And what you said about the kids, I mean, those choices, that's called emotional intelligence. And I believe that that should be taught in school. But since it's not taught, we have to teach it ourselves. And you're doing a great job there, I understand. Marianna Rosse, it was an absolute pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes. If you like what you hear and you want to know more about what I do, check out my website www.thesoulkit.com.